Welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast Recap Show with G-Dad. Hey folks, how y'all doing today? I hope you want some money over the weekend. I know I got some big games picks that we're going to find out in a little while whether you won or whether I lost. Back to you, Ace. So off top, we're going to run down some things. We're going to talk about the College Football Invitational, or the CFP as it's colloquially known. We're going to talk about the NBA Cup in-season tournament because the knockout round starts tonight, and they're kind of pausing the rest of the games until Wednesday or Thursday for this. And we're going to talk about our predictions for the NFL playoffs and recap our picks for the last week. So we're going to start with my Pasha recapping his picks from last week. Okay, folks. Last week, I picked the Chargers plus six. I think I won that one. Yes, I did. No, they won by six. That was a push. That means a push, okay. They won six nothing. It was one of the saddest games I've ever seen. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, I picked Atlanta at two and a half. I got that right. Correct. I picked the Texans at three and a half. I got, let me, where's where's my chart with the Texans on it? Here, we'll hold that one second. I got that right. So that's two. Um, I picked the Rams at plus four and a half. Got that one. Okay. I picked the 49ers at two and a half. Got that one. Nailed it. The only one I missed out of the six picks was Seattle. I had Seattle plus one. Yeah, they did not cover. I believe that was uh, seven. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. They didn't cover. They did. They did it, cover. It was a push. Okay. You got it exactly it was, seven. No, it was plus 10. Seattle was plus 10. Then Seattle covered. So yes. I won. Yes. So, folks, did you hear that? Week 13, unlucky 13, G-Dad on the Uptown Parlor recaps, recap show hit six of six. I hope you NFL. won some money. And let's, the run NFL. Down, let's run down your minute. college picks. Let's, let's, let's brag about going 100%. The old man went 100% on six games, including upsets. He picked Seattle. He picked the 49ers. He picked the Texans. He picked the Rams. Those were all upsets. So five winners and one push. Hey, listen to the old man. He knoweth what he's speaking of because he's got the long history. Watching football since he was 10 years old. All right, now let's go back to college. Ready for college? I'm so ready. I lost Oregon. I picked Oregon. That's correct. Oregon lost. Well, Oregon was minus nine. What was the final score there, son? Uh, I believe it was Washington winning, which all that you need to know is that they won and they were getting points. But what, yeah, so did, did they win by more than nine? I don't think you understand. Oregon was minus, meaning Washington was getting nine points and they won What's the, the wa- game outright. So Washington covered easily. No, I thought they had to win by nine. No, Oregon had to win by nine. Washington was an underdog. Oh, Washington was the under. Okay, um, yeah. I picked Texas at fourteen and a half. You I believe just, I covered. You got that one. Yes, Texas I picked won Toledo. I picked Toledo and lost. Yep, they betrayed you. Yes, uh, yes, they, they did. did. I picked Boise State and won. Yes, you did. I picked Texas at fourteen and a half. They won. I picked New Mexico State. At, my, at 10. They, they did had, not cover. Wait a minute. New Mexico case was plus 10, so they were the underdogs. That's right, and they still didn't cover because they lost by 
14 points, two touchdowns okay. to Liberty. All right. 49 All right. 35. Good game, though. I'm going to be honest. Very good game up until the middle of the fourth. When I Liberty picked Tulane. Tulane lost, but they Tulane were minus lost. six. That's right. So Tulane had to win by a touchdown, and they lost by, I believe, a touchdown. They lost. Um, I picked Michigan. They're 23 and a half. I lost. No, Michigan covered. They beat them 26 at that last field. Oh, that's saved. right. That's Everybody right. A lot of money. Okay. So that's three wins and four losses. I picked Florida State by three. They were able to come through for you. They won by 10. And I can't I can't read my own hand right now. This last one. Was it Did Washington State? Alabama or Georgia? I didn't I didn't touch that. Oh, oh yeah, I, I took Georgia. Then I you took lost Georgia. That. I because lost Georgia that. had to win by uh yeah, by six, six. six. So I had Alabama one, won. two, three, four. Five losses and two wins. So you lost. If, if you're a college better, I'm sorry, I lost your money this week. But if you're a pro better, if you're a pro better, you cleaned up. You got money for Christmas. So Santa Claus is coming to your house. What do you think about the uh, CFP in the final field and them kicking Florida State out? I don't know who them old fools are. I hate to say it. They seem to be the same old fools. How could you pick Alabama over Georgia? I just don't believe it. Georgia lost on a fumble at the end of the game. They lost on a missed field goal. Um, you know, are they intimidated by by my man um, um, Saban? Um, I don't know what's going on with them. I, honestly, I don't know how they could do that. I don't know how they left out Florida State. You know, I mean, what, what do people have to do in order to... Um, in order to to get in, so you know, I don't think going to twelve teams is going to do anything. Going to twelve teams is the same thing we had before at the bowl games. You had a bunch of bowl games, and the bowl games decided who was going to be the national champ. So I I think it's really sad and poor this year what they've done. It looks like I've lost eight. So let me talk about the games, the the pro games. The games were awful. Of course, we expected expected New England to be terrible, but maybe the the Chargers had jet lag for traveling twenty seven hundred miles from from L A to New England. What a lousy game! It, it, it's awful. The most exciting game was Detroit and was um, Seattle. No, it wasn't Seattle and Dallas. My most exciting game was um, Philly, the the Eagles and the Forty Nineers. In the beginning, it looked like the 49ers were going to do their thing. I mean, the Eagles was going to do their thing, but apparently they didn't make it. The 49ers just rolled up on them and kept rolling up on them. I love the outcome of that game. So, yes, Hey, Malik, how are you? I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm all right. The old man is the old man with the gray the white beard is still kicking along. I was going to say. Still ready to take you young boys to the court. <laughs> Look like you're ready. To, you're ready to, to go deliver some presents in a few weeks. <laughs> well, hope, oh, hopefully, hopefully, I'll be able to deliver some presents in, in a few in a couple of weeks. Absolutely. No, it's good to it's see like, you. You too, man. To him, Hanks. All right, Malik. We are recording, just so you know. So we were talking about Perfect. the CFP. My dad was saying how uh, back in the day they decided it were bowl games. I was going to weigh in basically pointing out the fact that um, these, if you're going to have, if you're going to have a playoff, the fact that they've won with four teams instead of six 
kind of let me know that they didn't really want to do it to begin with. And them not letting Florida State in was just like another way to disrespect the ACC. But what I really think, like on a, on a serious tip, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause that league to break up because they're already not getting as much money as everybody else, even though they should be. Because people tune in to see Florida State, Miami, and Clemson, and all the teams in there that they care about. And all Florida. The fans. No, Florida's not in the ACC. Florida's in the SEC. Okay. Since you were a kid. Oh, okay. You know, remember Spurrier? Okay. Yeah, the Gators. And uh, they play Florida State every year in a rivalry game. And the crazy part is the fact that Florida beat them and LSU. What they're saying is, is that those two games beating those teams don't mean anything. And winning your conference doesn't mean anything. But I like the fact that they – I do think it's weird that Michigan cheated and got away with it, but I think this is going to break up the ACC. All the schools that want more money – yeah, you heard me. Michigan cheated, won all their games, and it didn't make a, a damn bit of difference. They let them get away with it. And not only that, they said that they were the best team in the country. Meanwhile, Washington went and uh, beat, like, seven ranked teams, and, you know, nobody cares. You're number two. But they get an easier schedule, and maybe Washington can win a championship. They can take out Texas, which I think they can, based on Michael Penix just being kind of amazing. But Malik, I want to hear what you got to say about this, too. So I disagree with your point about the the re the the breakup of the ACC. You don't think they're going to touch that contract and like dissolve the conference and get more bread? No, partially because didn't they just restack it for the basketball situation? They just they they broke down the Big East because they wanted the ACC because the ACC they broke oh all yeah because the football schools in the Big East want to get more money yeah yeah exactly so that they redid the ACC specifically for that reason because the the Big East was getting no money and the basketball teams in the Big East wanted to get more money and they went to the ACC this is why BC is in the ACC. And Syracuse it, it, I can't remember. and Miami. And Syracuse in the ACC and Miami's in the exactly. ACC. So um, this has nothing to do with the ACC not being prestigious enough for the playoff. This has oh, to yeah, do with is. the fact – no, this has to do with the fact that Florida State is playing with a third-string quarterback and – and wait one second. Florida, okay. Florida State's playing with a third-string quarterback. Sure, they're 13-0. They beat Louisville 16 to 6. They did not look good doing it. And if they if they if you tried to put them with a third string quarterback against Michigan Wolverines right now, they're going to get their doors blown off. And nobody's gonna want to watch that game. Because you know what the game we you know the last last playoff football game we watched was TCU versus Georgia. And we didn't want to see that either. And that was that got real ugly real fast. Alabama, Michigan is a huge huge game for tv dollars for money you're not keeping the sec champion was not getting bounced there was no way on earth that the se the 12 and 1 sec team was going to be kicked out of the the cfp wasn't going to happen the sec is the biggest money-making conference in the entire in, in all of college football they were going to be there michigan and alabama is the marquee matchup that's it. That's it. That's it. That was going to do it. You're yeah, not really, Florida State was not getting in there. I, I agree with you, Malik, except that what's going to happen, you're right about the, the economic value. But what happens now is that fans are going to start being disillusioned, discontented, because they, they, they believe it's not fair. 
you're just picking people who are going to make money. So then why should we support our teams? We're not going to watch Alabama either. Now we're going to hate on Alabama because you're afraid of, of, of saving. So, you know, he says, oh, if we don't get in, it's a, it's a disgrace. So he won. He got lucky, got lucky and won. He already lost the game to an unranked team at the time. So yeah, why should he get in? That That's my argument. Why should he get in? I don't care about the money. I care that Alabama was intimidated, intimidated the committee, and his old cronies allowed him to get in. But the weird and I don't is, see the ACC disbanded either. The ACC so. is a basketball conference. It's not a football mm. conference. Basketball brings them their money. They are the biggest basketball conference in the country, like the SEC is the biggest football conference in the country. Actually, I would exactly. say the Big 12 is, because the Big 12 keeps winning them national titles with Kansas and Baylor and Texas Tech and um, I, K-State and West Virginia. Yeah. but and even but Cincinnati now kind of helps. I think that the ACC has more non-college, non non-students fan base than, than than anybody else. The fan base big, in the yeah. Big Ten and the Big Twelve is student based. The fan base for the for the ACC is alumni base and just general public base because they I get more TV. They get bigger TV markets. Yeah, they do. Which is why they should be getting more money. But ESPN has them in that stranglehold for. Till 2036. But that's the money part of it. The the Mm on-the-field stuff, I hear you, but the bowl system back in the day was nuts, and it didn't make any sense when people supported that. They showed up and watched their team win. The only thing I'll say is this. By not putting Florida State in, Malik, and to you, that like I don't think you just think they deserve to be in. But Rodemaker would have been healthy in a month. So their backup quarterback was out due to concussion protocol. He would have cleared it in four more weeks. He would have been able to play. And the offense would have looked better in a month. To buttress Malik's argument, hey, Alabama gets in, the guy could get hurt in the first play. Who's going to see the rest of the game? So it doesn't matter. It's unfair yeah. to say because he's a third-string quarterback. He won no, two games as a third-string quarterback. The backup quarterback is the one who went left the game, and they still found a way to just destroy. That's yeah, that's the point. That's the point. Right, but that but you don't but you don't but you don't go into the game. Like I said, it's it's the it's the draw, it's the marquee of the game. I mean, you know, yeah. Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson could fight a fight and break his hand in the first in the first round, but you don't yeah. watch the fight to see if Mike Tyson breaks his hand. You watch the right. fight to see a fight, you know. Right. Right. Um, but it's something that's interesting. That was, you know, I I happened to look up. It was an interesting stat that somebody gave us gave us early today about the committee. Yeah. Five of the judges on the committee are in the are ACC people. Really, including including the head of the ACC. The head of the ACC is in the selection committee, and they Who didn't Radley? pick. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't pick Florida State. <laughs> Florida State. Yeah, you got ACC people there, are, and there is. Uh, if I remember, I remember what I heard was there's either zero or one SEC representative in the committee, yeah. and five ACC representatives. <laughs> Out of thirteen. You're right. It's about the dollar bill, and they all it's got money. outvoted. Well, mm-hmm. they should have had a 16 playoff. They really wanted everybody and, in, but. and that's and that's the thing, because yeah. the reason why I don't think that fans will will Abandon go crazy, it? yeah, is because they know either was it next year or the year after that it's going to 12, and that is we'll enough for them to again. bring them back. They'll be they'll be they'll be pissed now. They'll be uh-huh. upset today. 
right? Uh-huh. But next year there'll be a th- there'll be twelve, and like the the you know hope will spring eternal next year. We go twelve and no next year. You know what? We're gonna get in. <laughs> Listen to Malik quoting Alexander Pope: "Hope springs eternal." <laughs> get down, brother. Get down. Didn't think, I knew, didn't think I knew that kind of stuff. Huh? So that means that we all get to hate on Alabama one more year, huh? Basically. I'm a hate on Alabama. I'm a hate on Alabama for the rest of my life. But, joy, joy, look, there's plenty of room on my bandwagon. <laughs> he's an LSU fan, so he's already there. He he, he lives. Oh, there. yeah. Okay. He's his family. I had from to root for them so, on yeah. Saturday. Mm-hmm. I had to root for Bama on Saturday. I was rooting for them on Saturday. Because really? I live oh, because you don't want Georgia to get in. Listen, I live in Georgia. The, these Georgia fans are so obnoxious. More, so more, than, more than Bama fans? Come on now. Well, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't live with them. I oh, live I in <laughs> like I live next door to Georgia fans. I hear you. I hear That's you. all they do. Yes. And they haven't lost a game in two years. I needed them to get I needed them to be brought down a little bit. I just needed <laughs> to be brought down one peg. One peg. <laughs> I hear you. We'll be fine. So what happens now if Florida State beats Georgia and then they say, Well, we're gonna claim a piece of that national title, we're 14 and 0. We beat the number one team. We beat the team that was ranked number one all season. You could They're claim checking. any. You could claim anything you want. But it seem, yeah. But it makes it seem more legitimate now that you're actually an undefeated team from a power conference. You're not Liberty, and you're not uh, Tulane Central, last year Cent- or Central UCF. Florida. Well, that was funny because they were from the American. But this is FSU. Yeah. Like it carries a bit more weight when you're an undefeated ACC team. It saying. doesn't mean anything. It, the, the trophy goes to the winner. The, the, you know, you can make your own trophy like Central Florida did. All of what that is AP, just for publicity. What if the AP ranks Florida State number one at the end of the year, but the CFP trophy goes to them? Because that can happen. That's, you can still have a split champion. That's not going to happen. That's why it, we have the playoffs. It happened in 04 with LSU and uh, USC. Did we have playoffs then? Yeah, they had the BCS. They had the bowl championship. No, 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 no. They didn't have a playoff. They, they have a playoff. That's why we have a playoff, Ace. They had the computers, Malik. You remember? No. The computers told you the, that LSU was the best. It was the bowl game system then. Yeah, it was the bowl championship. <clears throat> so BCS. anybody anybody can yeah. say say my team is the best and buy a trophy. The Except, championship is it. So being undefeated doesn't make a difference to you. You don't care. Not to, not to the committee. So even if they beat Georgia, you don't care? No. All right. No. FSU's championship can go right on the mantle next to Reggie Bush's Heisman. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Put it, put it wow. right there. You know what right right they have in common? Neither one of them counts. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Reggie Bush actually has a Heisman. I saw him win it. You mean Vince Young's Heisman? Because Vince Young was trying to get he it. Did. No, no. They but then he, had, he had to give it back. He had to give it no, back. No, it's in his house. He said, it's in my house. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the important thing is his name has been scratched off the records. That is true. Yeah, he can true. keep the trophy all he wants. I have a Heisman trophy at my house. So what? <laughs> <laughs> See now, but interestingly, I you you Ace, you talk about questioning yeah. FSU's championship, right? And no, I mean, I'm win, saying it's real. Georgia. If they beat Georgia, no, no, like they no, can no, legitimately, you know, claim it. But but my question is, do we question Michigan's championship if Michigan winds up winning the whole thing because of the cheating scandal? No, what because is this, this nobody cares about cheating people? anymore. Because I don't know if you know this, but Kansas won a national championship in basketball, and they were paying guys before it was legal, and nobody cared. I don't know if you remember that about well, two no, or three years ago. Pay, 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 paying is not cheating. If you ain't paying, you ain't trying. Like in college sports, you got to be paying. Everybody's paying. There you go. Everybody's, and everybody's cheating in college sports. <laughs> exactly. But because this was 
you know, penalized, I guess, yeah. is is the, the the conversation around Michigan was like there was penalties levied upon them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, if they know, lose to Alabama, good. it makes them look suspect. It makes them look like they can't win. But that Connor Stallions guy has been all over Barstool and he's being held up like a hero. Keep in mind, they won five games without the six games without their head coach. Yeah, they won more than half the yeah. season. Half the season without their with head the, coach with the offense coordinator. So honestly, I think he should win coach of the year if they win a national title. Or get well, a job somewhere. I'm just saying, give it to the brother. Give, give him national, you know, national coach of the year. Right. And build a statue of Connor Stallions on their on their uh, in front of Michigan Stadium. I agree with Malik. It kind of shows you how important Harbaugh was. He's not. That's what's his point. <laughs> He's not. I got you. He's not important. I've, but I just I've want Michigan to beat Alabama. I've always said a head coach is the president of a company. They're just the manager. They don't know how to sell. They don't know how to stock the shelves. They don't know how to make the product. They don't know how to keep the books. But so they hire four people who know how to do those things well. So you think Nick Saban, that's what he's doing? No. Saban's is a hands-on guy. Okay. So he's the exception to Why the Why do you think? Yeah, no, but he's one of the better ones at coaching hands-on. Why do you yeah. think none of his assistants really go on to much success as he's had? Kirby Smart. It's like Belichick. A... Belichick is a hands-on guy. Why did Kirby his assistants Smart was his suck assistant. after they he, leave? He's the head coach in Georgia. Dad. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying, like. But he can't beat Saban. He beat him last year. Like, you know, he won the yeah. national championship. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know, he doesn't yeah, always win, but, him in but you know, he got him one. Mm-hmm. Right. He, can't, he, can't beat, to... he couldn't beat him in the SEC championship. No, that's, what that's he has right. To that's right. We're going to go back to the NFL. The most boring game this week. I don't know if either of you had the unfortunate uh, presence to have to watch that like I did. I had to cut on my red zone early. 6 nothing over the Patriots. They couldn't even get a field goal to cover. Patriots defense is amazing. Their offense is the worst I've ever seen. I think they would actually lose to Alabama this year. Who? Who? Uh, the Patriots. They, the Patriots only oh, scored man. zero points, but they only gave up six. They've given up forty-six. My... They've given up forty-six points in the past three games. Me and ten of my friends from the old projects have beat them. <laughs> well, I'm not so sure of that, but. It feels it feels close. It feels close at this point. It feels it's, it's, it feels it's, like it. It'll be a close. And listen, if we lost, it'll be six nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what was your most exciting game, dudes? Uh well, it wasn't the Eagles. The Eagles game was good up until about halftime, and then after that, it just got out of hand. I would say the Lions game because they decided they wanted to let uh, the Saints have a try to come back. Even though I kept telling Malik he could leave early, start mm-hmm. driving. Yeah, and I'm glad uh, I did. I, yeah, I like the Lions game. You could speak to that, Billy, because you were actually there. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't leave early. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the, obviously that would be the most exciting game for me, just because I was I was there, and there were a ton of like I, I just have to say this for for Lions fans in general. They remind me a little bit of this year's or the last of the previous years, like Knicks fans. Um. It's starting to get a little obnoxious. Mm-hmm. We haven't won anything yet. Enjoy the ride, but stop acting like we've won a championship. Please, please. We haven't 
won anything. And I've been a, I've been a Lions fan for 30 years. I know what it feels like. I know this is very, very fun. And I, wh what I saw yesterday was Lions fans dancing in the stands when there's still like six minutes left in the game and we're only up like six points. Um, I'm feeling nervous. I don't know why the other, why the rest of you aren't. I'm still thinking about all that, all that hurt and all that pain from all those years of the previously. You know, you're right. But keep in mind that for the last thirty years that you've been a fan, they've been one of the top five worst teams in the league every year until until just now. Exactly. So, so they have a right to celebrate. I mean, nine wins. I mean, I'm, that goes that goes back to Alex Harris days, you know. I mean, I mean, right. This, this is like the this is the best they've been since '62. That's, that's right. Like, that's since right. Yeah. Before I was born. But but my my whole thing, I I don't. So let let him let him have some fun. And you're right, they're like Nick fans, but let him have some fun. This may this well, may be it for them. The game, well, they're not filming that, videos that's dancing I, in the streets in front of the Ford Field, are they? Yelling, you know, oh, big, oh, a big bong sure. version of uh, Detroit. I don't think. Oh no, they. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. Then I'm sure there's videos of it. You know that that is going on. I think. I think my. I think I have more of a, you know, critical eye when I watch the game. Is I see, you know, you know, you you know how you watch the game and you watch it. You're watching mm -hmm. it for mm -hmm. the play. You're watching it for. You're seeing things happen on the field and you're seeing breakdowns and you're seeing problems, you know, uh, on the, in, in the way that your team plays. And my, my, I'm sitting back there saying to myself, yes, be happy that you won the game, but also remember you beat the Saints. The Saints haven't been very good this year. You didn't beat Philadelphia. You didn't beat San Francisco. You didn't beat Dallas. This wasn't the marquee game. This isn't the game that we're playing for. We're playing for something bigger here. And the way that they played the second half of that game was very concerning to me, uh, especially on defense. So I enjoyed the game. I was happy that we won. Um, but I'm in, in I'm in my perspective. I'm just thinking about I'm thinking about your Bears next week, days, mm. and that's what I'm saying. Mm. Don't if worry you, about if that. You get too, if you if you get too high on your horse, Justin Fields gonna run all over your asses, and you're gonna be in trouble next week. Wow. <laughs> you know, so and that'll be it. I agree with you about about being leery because the last six, four, and two, the last seven quarters of Detroit hasn't been very good. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I, I'm I'm with you when you say let's settle down and let's win at least one playoff game before we tear down the, the goalposts and march it around Ford Field. But you don't have anything to worry about but the Bears. Okay. Wow. I, they, they almost been, beat us in our house. <laughs> I have been saying, because they took them late, as I've been saying all year, the Bears cannot win with the one guy who has to run the ball. And there's no way you can listen. I don't care what the points are. Take Detroit, give the points, take the over, and take straight up. You're going to be a winner. You don't even know what the spread is. That is just disrespect on the it's, highest that, level. That's right. It doesn't matter what the spread is. <laughs> Take Detroit. Wow. Wow. All right. That's from, that's from a guy that had five winners at one push this week out of six picks. That is Remember pretty that, amazing. Folks. Remember yes, you that. did the opposite of me. Okay. Uh, as a Giants fan, I, I don't feel you have any room to talk. So it is what it as is. A, as a Giants fan? 
Yeah. Uh, right now, Detroit would be facing Minnesota in the first round, so that's good news for y'all. And San Francisco would be beating up on Green Bay. I'm hoping that the Bears can win their last two games of the season, which would and, keep. And what would that do for them? That would keep. Uh, that would put us at the tenth pick, and it would oh. probably move them to keep Justin Fields and draft my man Maserati Marv out of Ohio State, and it would guarantee that. Green Bay doesn't make the playoffs. I'm starting to so believe. Knock them that out of the gonna, seventh seed and put the Rams in there. Or I'm starting Seattle to believe. I'd rather see play. They're going to get rid of Justin Fields. I don't really think they should because I don't even know if Caleb Williams is going to come out. He might. He might follow through on that threat and really stay in there if he doesn't want to play for a team. Well, he can. He makes more money playing for USC than he does for the NFL. So. Yeah, well, he's not going to play in the bowl game, and that coach needs him because they're talking about firing him after what happened this year at USC. So mm. they, they were expecting to win that league, but that's a whole other issue. I think he's the fact that he's money. not, I think the fact that he's not playing in the bowl game tells me that he's 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 going to the draft. If I you mean, planned on going back next year, why would why wouldn't you play the bowl game? Oh, because he'll hurt. be he'll be in the south of France on vacation on his yacht. This guy has at least five national commercials, and God knows right. how many local ones because I don't live in L.A. So he's killing it money-wise. Right, right. So that's what I'm saying. If if you if you're planning on staying in USC and go playing play, for huh? another year, you go play mm-hmm. to continue to build your, your brand, brand. Yeah. At USC, you mm-hmm. know, if you're not playing because you don't want to get hurt. Right. You have nothing to play for a bowl a, a bowl game in a non in in, a, in this playoff world this yeah. is one of this is one of the this is one of the the side effects of uh putting together a you know a college football playoff mm-hmm. it it delegitimizes literally every other playoff every other bowl game every bowl, other games, bowl, don't, game. bowl mm-hmm. games don't matter if you're not That's in playoff right. anymore in fairness, so, they never really mattered once they went to like 25 of them but it it theoretic it was theoretical now we know mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. now we, because because there's, you there's, mean you're not buying a ticket to the gasparilla bowl malik it was it was it was it was really nice. It was it was a theoretical victory if you got a nice bowl win before. Mm-hmm. You know, you could say you're the champion of something, but now nobody cares. These players want to go. These players know what they're playing for. So I would be surprised if Caleb Williams doesn't That's go right. Yeah, that makes sure. sense. All right, you ready so, for next week's picks? So wait a minute. Are we going to pick who who's going to win the the CF? CFB Bowl, whatever it is, CFS. Actually, yeah. Who, who's your pick to win the CFP? Who's your pick to win the first game, which is Alabama-Michigan? Me and Malik. Yeah, the, you first. Alabama-Michigan. I'll have you go. And then Malik. Michigan, Michigan crushes Alabama. Oh, you. Okay. And who's the next game now? Say it out loud. <laughs> the next game is Washington versus Texas. Washington wins that. And Washington beats Michigan. All right, I got Texas and Alabama in the uh, in the champ. Well, actually, I got Washington and Alabama in the championship, okay. and I got Washington beating beating them. Oh, okay. I think Michael Penix Jr. is that good. That's just me. I don't think Michigan can move the ball enough, and they don't feel comfortable throwing the ball enough. With JJ McCarthy, even though he can do it, they're not going to, and they don't have the receivers. Like Alabama, just be able to stop. Them fact that Texas beat them already lets me know that Texas can score and Texas Washington is going to be the game to watch whatever that over is I'm gonna take it. I don't care if it's 70 uh unless it's 80 that's the only way I'm not going to take it 
because that game is going to be played in the 40s and 50s. That'll be interesting to watch, though. Malik, what do you think? Washington, Texas, Alabama, Michigan. I tend to, I mean, I tend to, I tend to feel like Michigan is prime for a failure. <clears throat> um, I did not like. I watched. I watched that whole Iowa game. Um, did you really watch? I felt. I, I felt bad. Well, I was. I was staying at a place where I could only get like three channels, and one of them happened to be Michigan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw the game too. So. I was kind of stuck. Yeah, you're um, being held hostage. I see. <laughs> um, and it was it was pretty shocking to see Michigan not be able to move the ball effectively for a large portion of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really until the end when Iowa's defense just basically got too tired of you know. Of defending, yeah, being on the mm-hmm. field, mm-hmm. Um, that Michigan started to make some make some moves, um, and so I I think that Alabama, I know that Alabama can score, like I know that Alabama can score and they can put pressure on you on on you scoring the football. So I would pick Alabama to win the game. I think it'll be a close game because I think Michigan's defense is good enough. Um, but I think Alabama should win that game. I think Washington. <clears throat> should beat Texas. Um, and I would take Washington to beat Alabama. So Ace, I think you and I have the same pick there. Washington over Alabama, Washington winning it all. The surprise have, would be Texas for me. <clears throat> we have consensus on Washington at least. Yeah. Well, West Coast biased, I guess, on this podcast. <laughs> I, only because I don't think that I don't think there's a the, to me, if Georgia was still in this four, I would I would pick Georgia yes. to beat Washington. Yes, the, okay. the the most dominant defense in college football is not in this playoff. Mm-hmm. That's Iowa. No, it's no. Georgia. Iowa doesn't let anybody score. Even Iowa, I, I, Iowa doesn't let themselves score, so they, right. they, they can stop themselves. Yeah, Georgia's Georgia's defense. I, if Georgia's defense was in the was in the playoff, I would be afraid for Washington. I think they would stop Washington. Mm-hmm. There is no defense in in this playoff right now that I'm afraid of, and Washington can score with anybody. So, I would pick Washington. All right, that's fair. Back to and the NFL. That, wait a minute. That's another example of the committee being incompetent. How do you drop Georgia down to six? Because oh, yeah. Because whoever won that game was going to get into the playoff, and whoever lost was going home. Go to six. I mean, you know that that that's they they. If it's undefeated, I guess it's Alabama got to be lucky. Five instead of six. Alabama got lucky. They got they, lucky against Auburn in the Iron Bowl. Yeah, but they got lucky. They they there was a fumble on the twenty yard line when Georgia's going to score, and yeah. then the kid missed a fifty yard field goal. I mean, the the circumstances bent towards them. So, well, whatever. It's an unpaid I, job on the committee so you can definitely I'm, be on that next year dad i'm, I'm just i'm just hating on uh on alabama that's so always you're a georgia guy who knows um more than alabama i'm who really knows? a clemson i'm really a clemson guy because i i think the coach is a, a stand-up guy oh lord please don't get started that on Yes. Yeah, his his name image and likeness in the name of jesus is what he i what i think doing. i think well listen he <laughs> The reason I think that is because he is one of the few guys that has not been um, seduced by this portal thing. You know, the portal, the the, the equivalent of the portal is the one and done in basketball. 
I like that. I like one. I, I don't. I don't. I, because now I'm now I'm no longer. It's like the NFL is trying to get to that point where you root for people instead of teams. In college, you're rooting for kids to be successful. You're not rooting for the team necessarily. Because I mean, when you listen to when you listen to a game on TV, football or basketball, college, yeah. uh, all they talk about is he went to four schools and he he's a he went to Arizona and UCLA and Michigan. And he played for. I mean, well, you know. Listen, your UCLA, your Bruins there, they had Jaime Hawkins for four years. They made a run I'm, to the NCAA tournament. To the final I'm just four. saying about the portal. It, it just, there's no, there's no um, continuity. There's no loyalty. There's no continuity. That's mm. I, I do tend to agree. I tend to agree. It is, it is kind of like the NFL. That mm-hmm. Now every year, you if you go, if you watch your team play, mm-hmm. there's a lot more of, looking at your team and saying, where'd this guy come from? He wasn't mm-hmm. here last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, he transferred from X school. Mm-hmm. And yeah. although I think it's... Like Jaden Daniels with LSU. You're right, right. That's, the thing about the transfer portal is, I think without the transfer portal being what it is, the reason why I, I, I'm in favor of it is because without the transfer portal being what it is, Justin Fields probably wouldn't be who Justin Fields is. Uh, right. Jalen Hurts wouldn't be Jalen Hurts. You know, yeah. Joe Burrow wouldn't be Joe Burrow. Like the, these, these are, are guys that left op, left situations where they were not given given opportunities, and went somewhere where they got an opportunity to play, played, and you know played well. And yeah. so, in those instances, I do. But I do think that there is a tipping point to to your point. Mm-hmm. Um, well, most on of the guys transferring are just getting a little right? bit out of hand. Yeah, it's, but, out of, it's out of hand already. 20% of the players are moving around from team to team. Malik, right. University of Buffalo, which plays in the MAC Conference, they, were, they had a recruiting class of 11. The other 23 players that are signed were all transfers, and not right. from JUCO, from other colleges. From other colleges, right. That's so they're stealing I think from the FCS of, and, like, other schools. They're stealing guys yeah. from, like, Arizona State and Louisville who can't get playing time, and then they come to Buffalo and they get on the field and try to go to the NFL, and sometimes yeah. it works out. I do that's, think it's starting to get is. a little bit out of hand. I do, do think it's starting to get a little bit out of hand. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe you can um, curtail it in terms of the number of the players. schools that you can go to? Yeah, yeah. Or the numbers of players that can be accepted as transfers mm-hmm. or the number mm-hmm. of school, the number of times that you can, you can transfer. transfer. Yeah, I oh, like it's only idea. one. You only get one time, but it's a 2020 year that kind of is throwing everybody off. Caleb mm-hmm. Williams can't transfer again because then he'd have to sit out. So he has to stay at USC if he intends on playing, but he doesn't actually need to play next year in order to get drafted high. That's how much tape he's put out there. What right. I think is weird is a guy like um, DJ Ongale at Oregon State. He has one more year left, and he's planning to transfer. He hasn't declared for the NFL draft yet. He's 24 years old. He's the same age as Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. which is wild to me. And then the guy at Notre Dame, I think he has a child in kindergarten. I'm not sure. Wow. I hear you. Hope he's getting some NIL money to take care oh, of yeah. campus. Notre Dame's hooking them up. They're, they're paying oh, okay. Careful now. You don't want to get sued by Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, they got deep pockets. They're all paying them. Well, no, I mean, you know, he chose the school he would play and he would get some bread. But yeah, um, you know, it's how it works. Cleveland. We ready for next week's picks? I am ready for next week's pick. Let's get some dad picks. Let's go. You want some dad picks? I got a nice, I found a site that gave me a nice 
a nice spread this time. All right. I, so I'm feeling good on this because I don't I don't we don't since we don't pick until Thursday. So this is this is this is like it's like talking to a star now. I'm gonna stand, I'm gonna stand back. I'm gonna mute myself. I'm gonna let you go ahead. There you this go. All right, Detroit over Chicago. Cincy over the Colts. You're not giving me the spread. You just I don't. I my the, my my sheet didn't have the Vegas odds. It was a little gotcha. late. Gotcha. See, but either way, I, the teams I'm picking now, I'm picking whatever the spread is. I'm picking that team because the later in the season, it's easier. Much easier to um to cover. Okay, they're playing in Chicago. If it matters to you, doesn't matter. Go with Cleveland. I'm going with Houston against the Jets. That's easy. Yeah, I'm going with Minnesota against Vegas. Wait, you're taking Cleveland over the Jaguars? Where am I? Yes, over the Jaguars. Yeah, Houston over the Jets. Hmm. Houston, yeah, um, Minnesota over Vegas. Okay. San Francisco over Seattle. Okay. KC over Buffalo. The most disappointing team so far this year is Kansas City. They made really? two mistakes. It's coming back to haunt them. They got rid of the OC, and they let the little dude go to Miami where he's you, killing. You think the Bills are finally going to beat the Chiefs in, in Kansas no, City? No, 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 no. I picked the Chiefs. Oh, Okay. I love the Bills because it's the only New York team, but I picked the Chiefs. Um, I'm picking Denver over the Chargers. You can't score against um, against um, Belichick. You're in trouble. And I'm picking Philly over Dallas. Okay. Picking Miami over Tennessee and Green Bay by a million over the Giants. So we Green got Bay one, is going to put three, the beat them down nine, on the Giants. One, two, six, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I picked. I got eleven picks. I'm afraid to touch. 15. I'm afraid to. I want to touch Pittsburgh. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm pick Pittsburgh over New England. Let me give you a tough one. Who's gonna yeah. win the Panthers Saints game next week? Panthers Saints. I didn't touch that one, did I? No, I think that's the toughest game to pick next week. Actually. Yeah. I'm gonna go with for the Saints. I'm gonna go with the Saints. I'm not picking it, but my choice would be the Saints because the Panthers. I mean, for the first time this year, they scored two touchdowns this, in, in a game. Yes, last week. So maybe they're coming together, but I can't. I can't touch them. I'm sorry, I can't touch them. That's fair. And the Dolphins and the Titans Monday Night Football or um, the first Monday Night Football Miami. Okay. Is there a question? I'm still picking Miami. Miami's my outside choice to go to the Super Bowl. You still don't believe in my Ravens, huh? No, I'm sorry. Because your boy, your boy Jackson is like um, is like Harden in basketball. Oh no, they never make it to the playoffs. Harden all, makes it, and he's lousy. Jackson always gets hurt. Okay, well they're coming just, off their bye week, so. Finally, they got a late bye, which is going to help them. Listen, their weeks, defense is playing amazing right now, and they're going to have home field, so that'll week, help. Week 16, 17, 18, he gets mm -hmm. hurt. So I can't, I, can't, I can't go with them. All right. Malik. Any comments on my picks there, Malik? I, I was <laughs> looking as you were going through. I was looking uh -huh. at the spreads. I was looking at the spreads of these games. The only yeah. one that 
the only one that uh so the forty nine Seahawks game. Yeah. Well, it doesn't seem crazy, but the forty nine Seahawks game is a ten right now it's it's ten and a half. That's the yeah. that's the spread. In San Francisco. So it's in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I so I tend to I tend to stay away from large spreads in divisional games. Okay. Because of the familiarity that these two teams have with each other, playing each other multiple times, they know what they're going to do, and they tend to they, those games tend to play close. But I tend to, I mean, after seeing what you just saw with, with what they just did with San, what San Francisco did against mm-hmm. Philly, mm-hmm. it would be hard for me to pick against them this week. Aside from that game, mm-hmm. I think you pretty much hit it on the head with all the other picks. That, like that's... even looking at the spreads, I think that I think that you know the I think that the Lions are three points. They're three points, mm-hmm. uh, giving up three to the Bears. Uh, the Steelers game, I'm I I just the hate picking six. the Steelers. Yeah, I they're minus six right too. now. Yeah. I hate picking the Steelers just because they don't. When when you think they're gonna score, they don't. They so don't I just yeah. I stay away from them entirely. And it's a Thursday game, so that's gonna be the worst game of the season. I, I'm not even gonna cut on the internet for that. Yeah. Keep the in mind, the- though, um, Philly, I mean, Pittsburgh, the, since they fired the OC, they've been averaging over 400 yards. Now they just have to get it in the end zone. Yeah, they just got to score it now. But and keep they, in they mind, who, who, they, Arizona. But who are they playing? New England. New England, held, New England held Justin Herbert, one of the most efficient quarterbacks, to no touchdowns and 230 yards in the rain. Yeah, I hear they you. They had six points. Did did they hold New England's them? defense is playing lights out. They just can't score at all. They've did given they, up forty six points in five games. Did they hold them, or did did they play poorly because of the cold and the rain and the three thousand mile trip? Six and one, half a dozen in the other. They held okay. them down. Okay. Like it counts. It's on your record. Yes, if the win a touchdown. The loss, the loss counts. That's on the yes. record. And the win counts. Yes, and the six points. <laughs> They that can't score any points, and they can't, you know, they can't, they can't do much. But you know, you're not going to do much against them. The most anybody want given up this year? Anybody want to answer? Anybody want to answer a question for me? Yes. What sure. What makes What makes San Francisco the best team? Who's Who's return to playing makes them the best team? Hey, so you want to take that? You want to start? I already know what my answer is. Mm-hmm. I think it's Debo Samuel. I think what he's the think, difference Malik? maker because. He's turning short passes into touchdowns. So I said this on the show a couple of weeks back when we were talking. Uh-huh. Um, I said it's Trent Williams. I said it's that off, that left tackle. That left tackle makes life a lot. He he run he he controls the offensive line. Mm-hmm. He's the best player on the offensive line. He is not just the best player on the offensive line. He is the physical force on that line that opens up those holes for Christian McCaffrey when he's there. They are an entirely different team. And they um, run to his side. And they run to his side mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's blocking that blind side. And for a, a for a young quarterback like Purdy, mm-hmm. not having to worry about the, the rush hitting mm-hmm. you from the back on the, mm-hmm. on the backside right. helps him immensely. Um because to me, that's how you're gonna have that's that's how you're gonna beat them. You gotta pressure Purdy. You gotta give him things he's never seen before. He's only been in the league two years. And they won't let you get to him. You're so absolutely right. But I have to go with Debo Samuel. 
Really? The offense lit up after he came after he came back. Lit up. It took a lot of pressure off McCaffrey having to do everything. And now he does everything. He is the equivalent of Roger Craig when the 49ers were killing everybody back in the day. Hmm. A, a guy who can run and a guy who can catch. Debo, as far as I'm concerned, is their MVP, but you never hear about him. That's my complaint. Yeah, he's missed too many games to get it, but I hear you. He, You know, you know what he's listed at in terms of weight, which seems what? low? What? 215. Why is that? He was about six feet. That's about right for a guy six he feet. He looks about two thirty. He looks he looks a heftier guy when he's uh, yesterday he did because he was just running past and through guys that are hey. cornerbacks and he made them look small. Hey, he was the man. San Francisco all the way. I'm not going to buy a hat, but I'm going to cheer for them. Uh, my money's still on the birds. I hope I don't have to return my Bills hat though. Uh, you should or burn it. <laughs> it's up to you. It's a long drive to Buffalo, so. That's all right. I'd rather drive to Buffalo to see a New York team than drive 15 minutes through the tunnel to see a Jersey team. Wow. <laughs> well, it's a man of his morals. Ask me how I feel. I'll tell you the real deal. All right. He's not going to pay a toll to see a team lose. Nope. And Maybe the Rams gonna... can sneak in, though. They're, one, they're in the hunt still. So they I'm got not going to pay a toll to see a New Jersey team. Oh, wow. Tough take. It's not like you, I've been hearing this all my whole life, Malik, just so you know. So, uh, Look, that, that explains a lot. But I did invent the New lot. Jersey Jets thing. No, nah, the Jets true? have just been sorry for a while. Is it true? They do play I in Jersey. The sad part is that they could have they got their own stadium and they decided not to because they didn't want to be near the Mets. And I'm like, that would have been perfect. And they it would have been nice if like, they could have tailgated. They're yeah. just like every other rich New Yorker. Taxes are too high. They move out to Jersey. They live out in Jersey. They work. They stay there. They work for New York companies and they live in Jersey. It's, it's, Spoke, it's, spoken it's by a guy who lives in Georgia, huh? Well, you know, I had to do what I had to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look, these pandemic prices were real down here. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Uh, and rookie of the year, Kayla. Uh, CJ Stroud. I'm have to learn his first name. He is super Californian. Have you, is, do you hear the accent when he's talking? Is that where he's from? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can hear it. He was like, I wasn't just going to let him push me around out there. He's real cool. Yeah, but October you know. October 3rd, when, same when, birthday. I don't know. When, he's October when, 3rd, guys. I got some skills. When you say that kind of stuff, right away, you start thinking, this guy might be a chump. And they're going you you know you don't you don't let people push you around. You don't say I'm not going to. That's what, that's my point. Thirty five hundred yards, twenty TDs, rookie mm -hmm. of the year. So we'll He's, see if he can beat Will Levis next week. No doubt. Oh please. The worst part. The worst part about CJ Stroud winning the rookie of the year is that mm -hmm. he was four to one at the beginning of the season. I know. To win. He was. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was four to one at the beginning of the season. He was, I think, he was like third or fourth in the in the voting. Oh. Was Bryce, Bryce, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Oh, when he was really? on Bryce, because yeah. everybody thought that everybody thought the Texans were going to be horrible, right? So even mm -hmm. though he might have been good, they thought the Texans were going to be horrible. Mm -hmm. So it was actually no, it was it was Bijan. Bijan yeah. was one. Young was two, and then Stroud was three or four. It was four to one. Now 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 he's minus money. Falcons are still leading that division at six and six, so Bijan might be able to steal it, but 
it looks yeah. like he's going to make it in a stacked AFC. Like Houston might be in the playoffs if Cleveland keeps dropping games and Pittsburgh keeps dropping games because there's five, te- there's four teams that are seven and five. Short so of a, you know. short of a Houston, a Texans collapse, I think Stroud has got this on lock. They got an easy schedule too, and I don't expect them to be in the playoffs, which I don't think is a bad thing because this is a year for them to get them their confidence together. Um, next year they'd be killers, but um, but I think there's no way he can lose the the um, rookie of the year. We'll close yeah. it out with this: they got Houston has the Jets, they got Tennessee, they got Cleveland at home, they got Tennessee at home, and then they go to Indianapolis. They have five winnable games. So just all, all winnables. They should they should win at least four of them. The only team that should worry about is Cleveland. Joe Flacco, he he still got some juice left in that tank. Oh, he He's can not throw the ball. Throws a good deep ball. He can't. He, he, can... he can move Malik. He's not a statue. <laughs> just saying. Ooh. Joe Ooh. Flacco. No, he's a statue. He... <laughs> but he can throw the ball. He can throw the ball yeah. seventy yards if you need it. Yeah, he's got a cannon for an arm. Mm-hmm. He's not going. He's not mm-hmm. going anywhere. He's gonna stay right where you need him. He's gonna stay right where you need him to stay. All right. All right. Well, maybe that's all he can move. But I was impressed by what they could do. Stafford's just a better quarterback at this point. They have a better team. Who knew about Puka Nakua? All right, folks. That is it for our show. We are wrapping up. Please follow us on Podbean, Podcast Addicts. Uh, Spotify, wherever you get all your podcasts, please like and subscribe and check us out on the Thursday show. This is a recap show with our dad picks and uh, we are out. Dad, do you have anything else you want to say? Hey folks, good night. You got some money this week. Treat them people in your family good. Get them some nice presents. Have a good weekend. We'll see you on the other side on Monday night on the recap show. Good night, Malik. Good night, Ace. Good night, sir. It's good talking to you. And for all those Michigan fans out there, just remember, if you're not cheating, you're not trying.